Michelle Constant on SAFM. So as I mentioned, today is World Press Freedom Day and on the 3rd of May, it's a date which celebrates the principles, the fundamental principles of press freedom. On the line with us is Feriel Havaji. She's the Daily Maverick Associate Editor. She's been Editor-in-Chief of both City Press and Mail and Guardian. Feriel, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Good to be with you. So, of course, uh, you are uh, preparing, I have no doubt, for a big day with SANIC focusing on World Press Freedom Day. Um, it always is. It's the big celebration and moment. And I suppose this year um, it comes with particular introspection because mm. while you have many people are flocking to trusted news sources and any sets of data will show us that, you also have a number of of independent media going to the wall or really suffering, as you can see with the rest of the economy. Mm. So the Sanif discussion later this morning is about survival. Um, and I think that's the key theme of this year, while also acknowledging um, the importance of free media in explaining and tracking the course of, of this sort of unknowable virus. You know, you've, you've said such an interesting thing, and I think that we forget that everyone is being affected by it. And the recent shutdown of the media house, um, independent media, is that correct? Uh, um, no, it's, it's um, Associated associ- Media. Oh, sorry, mag- Associated Media. Sorry? Yeah, I mean, mm. that shutdown, and then also just reading some of the um, comments from the journalists who work for Associated Media really broke my heart. But at the same time, it's... It's not something that's just specific to the media sector at all. Um, no, not uh, not at all. Seventy um, percent of small businesses are likely not to survive, according to the most rigorous piece of research which which has been done. And I suppose the independent titles, uh, which we have seen really struggling, and independent media, the big group that owns most of the daily mm-hmm. newspapers in the country, also really going through um, a tough time at the moment. It forms part of the same pattern. I think that um, this virus is resetting our economies in ways that we don't even know for now, except to understand that we're headed into not only a deepened recession, but perhaps even a depression. And in that, advertisers are cutting back on their their budgets. And so you see the almost immediate impact when a group like Associated Media Magazines or Media Publishers AMP, which publishes your Cosmos, House and Leisure, etc., goes to the wall. That was quite shocking news um, at the end of last week. Absolutely shocking news. I think, Ferial, um, just talking about those budget cuts and that, is that we've seen the pressure in the um, sector, the, the media sector already, and we've seen that impact on what's happening within the newsrooms, um, the kinds of, uh, the, the experience that has been cut away quite dramatically, opening up, obviously, space for young, new, fresh blood, but also cutting out experience. This may in fact impact this even further. I guess so. If you look at the work of Professor Glenda Daniels at Edwards yes. University, she's done some of the some some really rigorous research, which has found that newsrooms, Michelle, are now at half their size than they were perhaps a decade ago, and that beat reporting, so health reporting, education reporting, the really deep knowledgeable work has has taken a a body blow. But at the same time, I think it's important in the course of of this COVID nineteen virus to give a big shout out to your health ease 
spotlight mm. and especially Becky Sisa, the specialist health agencies, where you really see the benefits of investing in excellent health journalism because they have led the rest of us so very well. You often see uh, Becky Sisa's people um, on SABC, for example. So yeah. you see a kind of um, an amplifying effect of what these small other independent agencies are doing. And that tells us about the need to see journalism as a public good, something that needs to be funded outside of the vicissitudes of the markets. And, and then the other point I think it's vital to make on this World Press Freedom Day is that we have a freed SABC, which is doing all the work that a public broadcaster should do um, in a pandemic like this one. I'm so pleased that you're saying that. <laughs> I mean, but it's true, and I'm not only, yeah. um, I'm not only because SAFM is, is a radio, but mm. a radio station of the SABC. It shows us that this is classically what great public broadcasting does. Your people cover the breadth and length of the country, and they do they do reporting that you don't see on any other TV or radio station simply because they have that length and breadth coverage that public broadcasters are able to do. And thank goodness it's been retrieved from the jaws of state capture because yeah. otherwise what would it have been? Hmm? I hate to think. So the theme is journalism without fear or favour. Now obviously yes. that's uh, that's an interesting theme but, uh, but if I think about it in terms of even the pandemic and I think about it in terms of false news and false media or false stories that are coming out, perhaps you could just uh, tease that out a bit for us. Yes, yes, of course. So I'm not sure if, if you have um, loved them as I do, um, aunties like mine or uncles, who on WhatsApp were just at the beginning of the pandemic of, as we began to know this thing called coronavirus. <laughs> I'm laughing because I think every person I know has one of those WhatsApp groups where the yes. auntie is sending through something. The terrible wrong information. Like yesterday, a whole lot of false information about how if you are running or walking the virus can spread off of medium.com Facebook or a Facebook post, for example. Yeah. So the WHO has said that this isn't only a pandemic, it's also an infodemic. It's the <laughs> first time where misinformation or disinformation can spread almost without borders because of the, the speed of WhatsApp, because yeah. of Twitter because of Facebook, largely yep. those three places have yep. hosted enormous conspiracy theories, and in a pandemic they can be they, they can mean death because, like you saw in the U.S., for example, when when Donald Trump said that hydrochloroquine, the malaria the malaria drug, may may be a solution, people there was a run on purchases of chloroquine when he said that um, people perhaps perhaps an injection of disinfectant might do the trick. There was a run on Lysol and Dettol. Um, and in that, it's, you can see the difficulties that even um, your your trusted media sources will have in countering that kind of misinformation. Feriel, um, I want to wish you a very, very beautiful World Press Freedom Day, an interesting conversation and debate today. And I say beautiful because... I know that it's all hard and it's tough news and that kind yes. of thing. Uh, but but sometimes I feel like we need to just say, you guys are doing an incredible job. Thank and let's you. just just keep keep going. Thank you. And we need it. SABC Thanks, Michelle. Feriel, closing off, you, you wanted to just give us, and we'd love you to tell us what you've been reading in lockdown. 
Um, so I'm afraid that because <laughs> I'm a news junkie, yeah. it's been pretty much just watching how this viral curve is moving. So yeah. lots of news sites. Yeah. But your producers did say, please, can you think, of, please tell us about books. So absolutely. Melinda Ferguson, that publishing yes. Dynamo, you know her. Yeah, of well, of course. She's gathered uh, 30 uh, writers together and, and I'm one of them. So we've put out a book that at the moment just on Amazon and Cobra called The Lockdown Chronicles. That's and I read right, it yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And it's a real snapshot of life under lockdown for a, a, um, a number of writers. So what you get from it, Michelle, is a real perspective, a country perspective on, yes, the big issues, but also the small issues, how yeah. it impacts everybody's life so that's been great i see lots of writers are referring to rebecca solnit's work yes, so I, that's I do right, want yeah. a download that and recently. then obviously conversations with myself by nelson mandela provide the guidance to all of us that really it's beyond the cigarette bands and the yeah. other small things eh? so just to note with rebecca solnit she's um, yes. she's just written a fantastic um article for guardian for the guardian long read oh i'll go look and for if that, you go right? online you can get the audio version of it oh that's and excellent that's I'm always easy that so today, you can do yeah? that while you cooking or doing whatever it is that you do and then i wanted to just briefly as you talk about the lockdown chronicles just close yes. off what i love about that particular project and yes. about melinda ferguson and what she's doing is that she's taken a really difficult time and made an opportunity of it, which is about storytelling and it's about learning how other people are feeling. And it does provide us with a great sense of community, if one wants to look at it like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it would be remiss not to say that this moment, as difficult as it is, is also filled with a thousand acts of Kindness. Of giving and mm. kindness and solidarity. And surely if we take anything through the portal, as the wonderful Arundhati Roy has mm. treated us to do, is, yeah. to, is, is, is to take that with us. Yeah. What do you leave behind and what do you take with you? And I think it's if that becomes a permanent feature of life, surely then we aren't to a good thing. So in closing, what are you going to leave behind? What am I going to leave behind? I've I've already tried to start. I think um, social media can make you acerbic and catty, and I definitely want to leave that behind. Lovely. But also to take the extraordinary human lessons of this of this moment and see how we can each learn from it and take that with us into the future and maybe getting on airplanes a little bit less isn't such a bad thing as much as I miss traveling <laughs> me too <laughs> I'm considering walking to Berlin just to, to get a to get a I think you, I think you must start me <laughs> Feriel I wish you all the best Thank and um, please do send my very best to all the SANF team and the work that you're doing it is a tough year, but I think that uh, many, many people in the journalism sector have been doing incredible work. So thank you very much. Thank you, Michelle. Have a great day. You Bye-bye. too. Feral Hafiji, Daily Maverick Associate Editor. I have to say the comment about uh, the, the sometimes acerbic poison of social media is truly um, something that I would like to lose and move on from.